Roger. Yeah, I think he's pulling the wrong one. I'm just, okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There was still a little bit uh, left in the... Okay, don't hold it quite so tight. Okay. Yeah, what? Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. Welcome to Live to Tape, everyone. This is Daddy's special spooky big red truck that arrives every week at the Executive Buffet for listeners only, also known as Live the Tape. If you love the podcast and want to be more involved, check us out on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash live the tape. Also, you can engage via email. The email is live to tape podcast at gmail.com that's live to tape podcast at gmail.com please rate review and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done that already if you've done that already then force someone else to do it under duress yes under duress now let's begin a very special Part one Halloween spooky edition of Live to Tape featuring the one and only Sleepy Brit, whose Halloween products are available at sleepybrit.store. That's S L E E P Y B R I T T dot store. Like a place you buy stuff. Here we go. We're going to jump right into it with a crazy great song. And then we're going to do the rest of the podcast. Thanks for listening.
Hans Vermin, Toccata and Fugue in D minor. Recorded in 1969. Shout out to Night People. The album is called. Um, the album is called. Why why can't I see this? The album is called. Oh fucking Christ! It's called. Um, the Moog Strikes Bach. Pretty good name, huh? Yeah. Night People is the uh, the radio show that you like a lot on WFMU. Back in 2015. When did it stop? Why did it, why did it stop? I think they ran it. Course. What do you mean? Just sort of like how they I mean did it, it for a while. Two guys that had did a radio show. It was like a five-hour-long yeah. talk radio show. Two guys to do anything for more than a year is a lot. So, if you ever are curious, you could listen to all of them. Really? On the WFMU website, I think. What is the nature of the show? They talk about strange things, and they're just weird dudes. Mm-hmm. They're weird dudes. Yeah. Is it like coast to coast? I think so. I don't remember. I don't think there was any like callers though. But wasn't like did they talk about unexplained phenomena? Yeah. They did. I think so. Mm. I should go back and listen. Again. This is a special Halloween edition of the podcast. My guest today is illustrator and Halloween expert Britt Sanders Pemberton. Just Pemberton. Brit, well, you, you, know, you, are, you know Britney Sanders Pemberton? No. BSP? No. Rabbit's coming in right now. She's coming <laughs> in. She's about know. to knock some wires around. <laughs> her big old fucking body. God. She's such a brute. She doesn't give a shit about stuff. She just like blazes in. Like, I'm no, coming no in this she, she cared. She cared. She coming paused. In. She did pause, but she just paused. She, if you didn't fix that if in seconds, she would have just blasted through <laughs> and ripped <laughs> everything on the coffee table to the ground. Everything. <laughs> um, uh, so we're doing a special Halloween. You're also a Halloween expert. Sure. Yeah. You are. I'm a, I'm a fan. Maybe well not an expert. A just lot of times fans are the most people who know the most. Halloween otaku. Mm-hmm. I think we need these windscreens, actually. Just take, take your windscreen off, will What's you? What's the windscreen for? It's for wind. That's why it's called a windscreen. Oh, yeah, there's no wind in here, right? Yeah, we're okay. Will no, I think it's, it's fine, sound? actually. It's actually probably fine without it, because if you hold, if you don't talk to it like this, you won't get I any wanna pops. I want to eat the microphone. We'll ta- if you ta- I would say take that off. Take that off. It's going to make noise. It's okay if it makes noise. It's got hair in it. You're telling people it's making a noise, so they, they're prepared for it. Is there some music you'd like to play? So that was something you suggested, and I had tracked down for you, and I just bought the record because I was so I love this kind of I love um any kind of uh any sort of Moog synthesizer yeah. recreations of old music is the best, especially as like switched on Christmas. Oh, that's good, right? Yeah. But that's Christmas. That's not the word we're talking about right talking now. About Halloween. Okay. So what um what um what do you want me to play right now? Want to play well something else? As far as music, Halloween season. Um, <laughs> oh my God! Uh, Johnny has a football game on, which is not Halloween. <laughs> it's it is very Halloween. It Football's is not Halloween. Halloween. What? Are they all wearing a costume? No, they're wearing a football. It's incomplete. Costume? It's okay. It's incomplete. Come incomplete. on! You should you should turn that off or put on um, a scary movie. Um, how about? You're I just gonna watch that. No, it's incomplete. It doesn't matter. You're gonna watch it, and you're not gonna. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. It's 
I'm not watching it. Can we? What? <laughs> See, <laughs> you get distracted by the football, and then you I'm can't not distracted by. <laughs> I am sort of distracted this by the football. This is so entertaining and Halloween related. <laughs> How football is very Halloweeny. Actually, what's more Halloweeny is baseball. None of it is Halloween. My friend Ben, when I was a kid, he used to always go as one of the um the MVPs of the f- of the World Series. I will give you that in Beetlejuice, a very funny moment is the f- dead football team. That is true. Okay. And they're like, Coach, and I don't dumb. think we're alive. <laughs> and the lady sasses with them. Um, I I wrote down a couple things as far as music, Halloween music. My favorite is Frank E. Stein. Oh, yes. I have one of these records. Remember this? And there was Frank an old e. blog Stein. spot called Scar, Scar Stuff, Stuff. And it was just amazing. He it had That was everything. the heyday. That was the heyday of yeah. uh, music blogs. Because I'm going to look it up right now to see what happens. There's I actually have nothing it. nothing there. But I have it in my... I favorite? Oh, my God. When I type in... Sc- I can see it coming up here. Scar Stuff. I have it. I have it in it's my... It's not hard to find. It's just like there's nothing there anymore. They made him take everything down. But I have it in my um, bookmarks from just years ago. Yeah. And the thing is, is this, guy, this is back when like Mega Upload was the thing, Rapid Share, all that stuff. And he he'd hosted... collected all old Halloween music. But they were all like so good. It was all like really, really cool stuff. Yeah. It wasn't like just stuff for people who were into Halloween. It was actually like really good... Stuff. It was Halloween stuff. But it was, but also it was just really good music. It wasn't even just. You didn't have to like Halloween to like it. It was stuff that was like, um, (laughs) or seven inch punk. He's got like a seven inch punk section. He's got like all this stuff. That's not old though. Here's the archives. It goes all the way back to January, her March 2006. Mm. But so none of this link removed. Try going here though. See this? Oh. But this is also not working. Dead, yeah. This is all but dead. Anyways, that's where I found Frank E. Stein. The cast of Erie Publications <laughs> Review. This is pretty good. What is this? Mm-hmm. Tell you what this is. This is uh, something called the cast <laughs> of Erie. The cast of Erie Publications performs the Johnson Smith Novelty Company horror record. So he still got some stuff up. Yeah, this is from 1973. This is probably one side of a 7-inch, I'm guessing, because it's 7 minutes long. This is cool. This is on YouTube. There's a link on on the blog. I think he replaced a lot of stuff with YouTube, right? I think he might have. What a, what a great guy. Yeah. So what's the thing you wanted to play, though? So you said you got this oh off I just the like stuff. Frankie Stein. Is but what is my song? Go-to. What Frankie Stein did you want to want to listen to right oh now? Oh gosh, I don't know. I didn't write a song. There's so much. anything. Was he a Latino? Frankie Stein. I don't know See, who Frankie Stein. This is the record I have. It's cool music. Yeah, the the record covers are very pretty. You know, I think cool music might be worth some money actually. Really? Oh yeah, let's look it up on Discogs right now. I'm curious. I think it might be worth some money. Ghoul music. Ghoul music. Ghoul music. Frankie Stein. Okay, it's not doing. It's not working. I'm interested because I know I know a lot of stuff is worth its specialty. You know. Um, it says here. 
three for sale, forty dollars is the minimum. Mm. So it's pretty good. I got it. You know where I got that? I got that in Portland, Maine, when I was on tour for Mega Drive, mm. the same place I bought my first OC's record. That's how old that record is. I remember it. You know, I also remember why I remember this because it has a little staple in it. It's like a very short, like kind of staple you see in like the library in like the fifties, like a weird staple in the um, in the uh, the cardboard of the of the vinyl. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> cool story. It's not a good story, is it? What song you want to hear from Frankie Stein? Anything. Do they have a full? Well, God, gotta help me out here. I don't I d I don't know. I listen to all of it. It's I just put Frank on Frank E. Stein radio. Like if Frank you wanna E. Stein. So it's Frank the letter E. But this Stein. album is called Frank Stein and His Fools. Frank Stein. This is before he was Frank E. Stein. Oh yeah, it's creepy. This is sixty five, man. <laughs> old. It's so good. It's like not even Halloween. It's like just good. Listen to this first track. Yeah, listen to this first track. First track off the 1965 release, Ghoul Music. It's got twist. What it says in the cover is soul sounds and dance music, which kind of doesn't make any sense. Sounds and dance music, twist, frog, foxtrot, holly gully, swim, which I think are all types of dances, right? Yeah, I think. Well, it's sort of like 
Martin Denny in that it combines sound effects yeah, it's and true. good music. And I, that's one of my favorite I never thought about that. That is very similar to Martin Denny in the way where it's like it's recorded well, it's played well, and it's also like, um, yeah, I don't know. It's great. Novelty. Yeah, it's novelty. But it's also not super novel because it is, it's not just novelty. It's really, it's listenable outside of a novelty. I think it is, and I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. I just love it. Is there any Halloween stuff you want to talk about? Any statements you want to make about Halloween? Yeah, I mean, I have a few other music suggestions, but we can come back to them. Let's come back to them, because we can obviously okay. do that. Um, well, I thought maybe we could talk about some of our favorite um, haunt attractions or uh, movies, mm-hmm. things like that. What kind of movies mm. are you thinking about? What kind of movies am I thinking about? I was yeah. well. I tried asking you earlier, and you didn't really have an answer. Well, I, tried I had trouble answering that because honestly, okay, I don't let know. Let me tell everybody okay, the question. Yeah. Nobody right. knows what we're talking about. It's true they don't know. The question was, what is your favorite Halloween movie? Like, what gets you in the spirit mm-hmm. of the season? Yeah. Because of course I've got a bunch. And right, we watched Trick or Treat today. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah, I love a Trick or Treat. Well made. Um, but you didn't have, you, you weren't sure. Right, because I also don't know what constitutes a Halloween movie. Halloween movie. Like, is The Shining a Halloween movie? It's yeah. not really. Yeah, for a lot. Of, yeah. I guess I would say, but The Shining to me is also just a great movie. Well, I mean, I would say that about all my favorite Halloween yeah. movies. But if you're, if so, there's some people who are like me, like who have a partner who is also obsessed with Halloween, mm-hmm. and you would, pro- I would probably be, be a little more crazy if I was compounded by another. Halloween head, yeah, and you and I, this would be more of a year-round thing. But yeah. I try to contain my like what's the guy's name on my enthusiasm to October. What's his name? Aurelius. Gothic. That guy. No. I like thinking about it. It's funny. Uh, he's talking about Voltaire, which is a yeah. a, a well-known musician. Well-known musician and, and a cringe. Boy. A YouTuber, cringe, <laughs> a cringe YouTube Playboy. But, but that's not. I but a great person. Okay, okay. A, gr- a very getting, great we're person. We're getting off topic. Yes, you're talking about movies and movies. how you'd be obsessed, more obsessed with. I would be I watching them all the time. You already do watch them quite a bit. Okay, yeah, but I try to not like, in a bad sense. I try to really go hard in October. Yeah. So for me, I try to like. There's certain movies where it's like I have to watch them. Like what? Which ones? I have to watch the original Halloween. I have to watch Scream. Maybe the Scream have maybe a, a all sound? of the Scream. Sound, does Scream have a soundtrack? It's like you remember it. Oh shit! Um, I don't think it does. I mean, Carpenter's that. so see that on my music list. Obviously, Carpenter is the Carpenter second, is the god. The second on my list because Carpenter. Let is me amazing. just type it in. The so Fog. It I w- I w- was fog. listening to the Fog soundtrack a little bit, and I feel like that was you haven't listened to the Fog in a while. No. I haven't watched that movie. I don't I remember loving that movie. God, he has a great story about that, and I can't remember exactly the story. Something about it just fucking sucking, and he had to go back and reshoot, r- like, on a pickup. Like, well, something called Sorry, I think it's awesome. Okay. Pick up. This is movie screen. Yeah. This is the soundtrack, not the score, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's not the score. Yeah, but this is the score. So he had to go back and shoot something. But huh? it was like a, but the, 
they had to go back. He said that you you're like allotted a certain number. Yeah, you're allowed of to reshoot. You're allotted certain. This most studio films allow a certain number of pickups because they understand this is going to happen. So basically, I think the story was that he had to use those days and basically redo everything. Wow. He's like he saved the movie. Like he has so many of just like Halloween. He said it was totally awful until he I made the music. I think he likes that stuff. Just I think Carpenter just gets to scramble off. Yeah, to I like think he gets off on it. like sort of like. Being getting getting down and dirty, almost like he, maybe uh, the pressure. Of I think maybe something. Yeah, the pressure fixes something. I think also maybe um, subconsciously he doesn't do a good job in the beginning because he wants to have to fucking fix it. It's almost like the first part is just figuring out what it is, yeah. and then once you figured out what it is, then you go back and fix it because. It took shooting the movie to know what the movie was. I definitely that feel that because like everything I do, I do it, it sucks, and then I have to edit. But I feel the same way though about a lot of stuff. I, I always talk to you about how anytime I'm shooting like a short video, even if it's just me for something stupid, right? Mm-hmm. I shoot it once. I think I got it. But then I like, I'm like, oh, you know what? I know how I want to do it now after actually I have to go back and do it again because... When I thought I had it, was me trying to figure out, was me figuring out how to actually do it. Yeah, well it's like a sketch, but movies seem, I don't know, that's, does, a, that's a bigger scale. Everyone thinks about movies, I think people people overestimate the uh, planning and organization in movies. So you plan everything, but the stuff that actually happens, it's like, there's a, you've heard the saying, on the day? No. It's a saying in movies and on TV where you say like, on the day, this will happen, meaning like, when we're actually shooting, like okay, on the day the fireworks will go off, but in rehearsal, you don't shoot the fireworks off, right? Yeah. You say, okay, on the day the fireworks will go off now, and then you're going to run over there. Yeah. So a lot of times when something actually happens, it makes it, everyone involved, it makes it real for them, so they act differently. Yeah. So a lot of times that becomes the first rehearsals when you shoot it. That just makes me think of that show I watched that was on opening titles for screen. Here's a good sign with this. This is it's by a guy named Marco Beltrami, which is obviously a, not an Carpenter. Ita- but that's an Italian name, screen. right? Hmm? Marco Beltrami? Yeah. That was 19 seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the game begins. This is 10 minutes. This does have a good score, doesn't it? But this is this obviously is an Italian. This is probably when Drew Barrymore is getting stalked by Ghostface. This is an Italian guy, though. Yeah. I wonder if Marco Beltrami is like somebody. Mm-hmm. Marco Beltrami. Because you got. Who do you think did all the Fulci movies? There's probably a guy named like fucking Mario Buscagliato. Yeah. Let's skip ahead. I mean, if you're going down that route, Goblin is always. <laughs> Whoa, too much. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. You might as well just watch the movie, though, if you're going to Like, I would never just listen to this. I'm just trying to find a good song. Like, you know how... It's not like Carpenter, and it's not like Goblin for... I thought maybe I was missing um, it. There was a sound. Um, There's not, is there? It's not like a... A distinctive leitmotif, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, obviously, when you listen to... Goblins from like Argento movies, right? Yeah, they're Italiano. Here's one I want to try, Britt. Ready? 
have an idea. Mm. Put the fog on. That one's more interesting. Everybody knows Halloween. Do but I'm gonna try this real quick. Ready? That's not bad, you. Yeah. Wait, how about this? Ready? Hold on. That sounds cool. The pitch, the high pitch, hurts my ears. How about this? Sounds like a water wheel. Yo, my name is Halloween. I do dreams. I'm a fucking Halloween rapper. Wanna be the worst ever, the Halloween rapper? Well, I mean, Ghosty Mane is kind of the Halloween <laughs> rapper. <laughs> he doesn't sound like that, though. He doesn't sound like... Imagine like a cheesy <laughs> 80s rapper who sounds like... Uh, yo. Let's not. Like KRS-One. <laughs> I do Halloween. <laughs> yo, my name is Halloween. Halloween. Well, I'll pull up like some fog. It was Halloween. Really good. You put on a costume. It's fun. Halloween. It's a holiday. It's number one. You gotta do Halloween. Go like door that, to those door. like church group videos. When I'm Halloween, I go door to door. I see if I get some candy and I really score. I like a Mars, Milk Bar, Charleston Chew. Oh my God, it's Halloween. What you gonna do? Got a costume for me? Costume for you. Put on some makeup. Doobity do. <laughs> and then just talk about like how Jesus doesn't. Jesus Christ loves Halloween <laughs> because it's a chance to do crazy cool things. Jesus Christ, they got a touchdown. <laughs> oh my god. The game is so Touchdown. Score look at those guys a little dance. Okay, the fog what is the fog score? The fog score is awesome. Here we go. Um here we go. This is eleven fifty five. Oh wait, hold on. It's so slow, sorry. <laughs> that guy's voice is so great though, isn't it? Almost midnight. Enough time for one more story. One more story before yeah. 12. The doctor? Where's Josh Fadum right now? Just to keep us warm. I don't remember people's names yeah. very well. Five minutes. God, it'll be the voice. 21st of April. So this is the, the theme? 100 years oh, ago on the day. 21st of April, out in the waters around Spivey Point, a small clipper ship drew toward land. Suddenly, out of the night, the fog rolled in. For a moment, they could see nothing, not a foot ahead of them. And then they saw a light. My God, it was a fire burning on the shore, strong enough to penetrate the swirling mist. They steered a course the light, but it was a campfire like this one. The ship crashed against the rocks. The hull sheared in two. The mast snapped like a twig, and the wreckage sank with all the men aboard. On the bottom of the sea lay the Elizabeth Dane with her crew, their lungs filled with salt water, their eyes open and staring into the darkness. And above, as suddenly as it had come, the fog lifted, receded back across the ocean, and never came again. But it is told by the fishermen and their fathers and grandfathers that when the fog returns to Antonio Bay, the men the bottom of the sea, out in the water by Spivey Point, will rise up, 
search for the campfire that led them to their dark and icy death. Twelve o'clock, the 21st of April. squeaky like a little rat in the it's like yeah. a little rat that's trapped on the sea it's like a little, little like rat that's by the water and it's like <laughs> to the pirates that's what he's i heard these that's what he's doing because there's a lot of rats he didn't talk about it there's tons of rats in the movie they were always going <laughs> to the uh to the pirates <laughs> to the actors <laughs> i heard it i heard on an interview on a youtube uh Special podcast thing, The yeah. most fun thing was when we saw it live, they mm-hmm. sprayed a bunch of fog in the room, and then I took the opportunity to hit a vape. You did. At the same time, and it was the best moment, one of the best moments of my life. You're very scared about hitting vapes, even though you shouldn't <laughs> be. You hit vapes like you're about to, like, fucking, like, 
make a threat to the president or something like that. You're like, I okay, just I like to be polite. Polite? It's not polite. You're like scared. Well, you're not the allowed. It's gonna not allowed. So you've got some dude who's it's gonna come allowed. in like a yellow jacket. <laughs> like, um, you cannot be but doing come that. On. Um, it was. I had already smoked before, but it was like if you're gonna spray a bunch of fog juice yeah. into the air, it's like, oh, perfect, perfect timing. I knew a guy in high school named David who was like a year younger than me or two years younger than me who was in the band and it was like he um he f- knew that we like smoked weed and stuff and he was telling us about how he would take a hit from a one hitter in the back and like swallow the hit he'd say I guess people who can do this thing where they like basically you just hold it in long enough that it just gets fully absorbed. It's absorbed, and they basically like would swallow it. He would yeah, I've in school yeah. would take a one hit in the back, hit me on the fucking bass drum behind all the like pe- during band during band rehearsal inside the s- the basement of the Catholic school, and take a hit. That's crazy. It's ballsy, but he would do it, and it would no, he would not get caught. I guess he would exhale out of his shirt or some crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah, so that same night I was. I remember now yeah. you're talking about into her shirt because I did hit it in there. But the thing was, I was exhaling into my clothing because then it just co- the smoke just goes. It's also into a your vape clothes. too. A vape is even h- easier to hide. Yeah, but I was, still, was I was still you know exhaling into my clothing. This is twenty plus years ago. This is pre vape, okay? <laughs> and the, but the fog was just such a nice like I didn't okay. have to. It was so what? Tell me about the story again. You hit the vape. The fog rolled in. From the venue we saw it, which was someplace downtown, really nice. Carpenter was jamming on his keyboard with a cig in his mouth, dancing, looking the happiest I've ever seen. Is he smoking? Mm, no. He didn't smoke during the show, right? God, I don't I think he I did. Don't remember. That man smokes so much. He, he does, but I don't think he did. But he seems so happy. He's For such a grumpy guy, he seems so happy. You know my theory? that all grumps love it when they're in the midst of a thing yeah all grumps it was just when they're not doing a thing grumps it was are grumps just a fun thing when a grump is in control of something cool they de- they degrumpify yeah. completely it was really cool man Jeff Carpenter is going to go sometime soon isn't he He's, he is. he's working on the new Halloween. Do you really think he's going to live to like 90 though? I don't know. I don't know. I was so sad when Wes Craven died. Yeah. How old was Wes though? God, I don't know. He was older. I, I don't think... Uh, he and Carpenter, I feel like we're contemporaries. Yeah, but Carpenter's got that thing where he feels like a fucking like... He's like a fucking pirate. He's like yeah. a... um. Wes Craven was mo- is a little more gentle. Yeah, Carpenter's like a welder guy. or like a trucker or something like that. He feels like the kind yeah. of person who would he'd go like, you know what, jump up my ass. Yeah, to like some guy and twice his size. And he keeps his brain good because he plays video games. He also smokes cigs. Still, I don't know if he still smokes. Actually, I heard I heard maybe that he doesn't smoke now. He vapes. Okay. Also, I don't know. I don't really know. I feel like I heard it from Fatum, and I'm not sure if it's true. Yeah. I'd say one thing. Dalvin Cook is a stud. Oh my god. <laughs> Why don't you go <laughs> suck his dick? I uh, I don't think I he'd let me. He didn't like you? No. Oh. Did you want to play something else? So uh, what, what else would you, you like to play? Tell you more of the music. Let's I tell more let's talk, more, talk about more about, uh, about movies. Well, so movies. Okay. That's how we started talking about this. 
because we're playing the Fog soundtrack because okay. that's a movie soundtrack. Oh, I have like the movies that I have to watch. Right. Like if I don't, you have I to watch Halloween. Die. You have to watch Scream. Scream. Um. There's some new ones only within the past two years that I've decided like I have to watch them, which is Trick or Treat, as we watched today. Right. Which is not a new movie. I mean, as far as horror and classics go, it is like Trick or Treat is becoming a classic. How old is it? It's not that old. Well, do you know, like 10 years old, 20 years old? I'm I'm not sure. I feel like Brian Cox has been that age for 40 years. Isn't that weird how people... Who's that? Brian Cox is the the guy. He was like, get off my lawn. Get out of here. Well, like you said, he had a lot of makeup on for that role. But he always feels the same age. He has felt the same age for a long time. (laughs) And that's over 20 years ago, right, Rushmore? That's true. Yeah. Okay, so this says from 2007. That's Mm -hmm. pretty old. It is pretty old. That's almost, uh, that's pretty old, yeah. But also new compared to like Halloween. Yeah. Um, Scream is older. 96? Maybe. 96, I think. I think I just saw it when I was looking up the soundtrack here. Like, I definitely I didn't see Scream in a theater. I did. What? Mm-hmm. When it first came out? Yes, I did. How exciting was that? Well, it wasn't that exciting because it was just a movie. But that is a, I would say a, is a groundbreaking for the genre movie. Like, if that yes. movie is special. I've also seen all, all kinds of movies in the theater that are groundbreaking. And it's just, you, you saw it in the theater, you know? But I mean, when you f- got out of the theater, were you like, oh man, like that was amazing? Actually, no. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you <laughs> where where I was in my brain when I saw it. You're I like wasn't. You just like me. I probably was yeah. actually. I probably was kind of meh. Uh, actually, well, you so know, I think I did didn't love it. Actually, yeah. Probably, yeah. But that's me. I mean, it's I, a lo- I don't it's think a it's bad. cult. It's a cult f- favorite, and so my brother and I, mm. w- the years before this year. They would usually play it in the theater right. during Halloween, and we would go see it together, like the little tradition. Ninety six, so I was and in uh, high school then. And they also no, have I like a really perfect cosplay outfit, and w- I dress up, and we go mm-hmm. see it. And when you see it with a bunch of fans, it's really fun. Everybody, there's a lot of laughing at stuff that's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> but it is a funny movie. It's silly. What do people laugh at? It's not funny. In the <laughs> There's some very earnest parts between Skeet and yeah. Nev, Nev Campbell. Campbell, where like it's just ridiculous. It like the, the it doesn't age well, or it's just campy. It's campy, like yeah. <laughs> just like his, just being so pissed that I, I think it was like when he's mad, like she won't have sex with him, or mm-hmm. he's just so angry. That's it's a just like a rigi- grievance, though. He's he was right. He was right. They're in high sh- school. She should have had sex. And there's some like looks, like people throw some looks that are just over the top. Mm-hmm. It's just really silly, and everybody laughs. Also, they're all at least twenty-seven. Yeah. Um, but it's really good. It's good. It's a classic. I don't know if I did see that in the theater, but oh okay, might not have. Yeah. Um, I, it's hard to remember anything anymore, especially this 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 yeah. era of things. What other movies do you think are essential? Essential? I mean, what about Nightmare on Elm Street? That's such a um, big franchise. Yeah, 
the the first one. The mm-hmm. first one is very very good. It's I'm what not about? a huge I'm not a huge um I love it. I love it, but I'm not like oh I don't get sad if I don't see that during Okay, Halloween. you know what I think Texas is a great Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw. Oh, ju- that's so weird. I was li- I was about to say that. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw to is me one that of my movie is ever. exceptional. The movie's like fucking. It's an. So I feel like good. it's an. Like an art movie almost. It's oh. just beautiful. The coolest thing about that movie is you can't could not make it now. You just cannot Why? make that movie now, because it's too simple. It's too simple. It's almost like it's a classic lightning strike movie where they had no money. All these sort of things just sort of happened, and. Um, the way it's good is a way, it's a classic kind of accident, accidental good thing, you know? Like, like I've watched documentaries about the making of Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, mm-hmm. and then also Texas Chainsaw, and they're both incredibly entertaining to, to learn about yeah. how they made them. You know why it is? I think it is. It's the same reason, like, movies like Bottle Rocket is special. It's because mm-hmm. it was sort of made, you know, it was made outside of, a system was made outside of any sort of um, over. What do you call that when someone's um, there's no contr- there was no overarching control of the movie. Yeah, now that, like now that I think now that I think about it, Nightmare on Elm Street was almost made in the same way Saw was made, where a production company was made just to make that mm-hmm. movie, and then it ended up like because I think big thing. I think Nightmare on Elm Street m- made New Line. You could kind of say that, like, some or a new line was made for, like, a movie like Get Out is similar in that way, where it was like a hard bet. It was a small movie, and it paid off big what time. What company made? What company? Well, it's not quite. It's not quite as extreme, but it's the kind of thing where it was a really. It's not a big movie, and it became something because just because it was, it was a lightning strike. Like it happened to be really good. But like I'm talking about, because Saw made. Saw made. Well, James Wan directed it, but Lee Wanell wrote it. No, I'm talking about. So I'm talking about the companies that yeah. produced both of them. Right. Or, like, took out all, like, loans. They, they made and a bet. They basically put everything on black. Make, it's yeah. a roulette spin. Yeah. Also, the Texas great Chainsaw behind the scenes. The reason Texas Chainsaw is so great is because there's no like big actors in it. No, and the interviews with break anybody. Yeah. The interviews with the actresses. Like when they're older, it's just too cute. The the one lady, oh, I forget her name. She dies. She's the one that gets put yeah. on the hook. She. She died in real life. No. Oh, she died in the movie. She died in the movie. He puts her on a hook. It's a famous scene where he puts her body while she's alive on a hook, a meat hook. This is Texas Chainsaw. And she said that they were so gentle with her when they shot that scene. It was very sweet. And then. Then they were the opposite, or no? No, I was oh. just saying. But she was saying how there's a shot of her ass, like up her butt, and then they follow it into the house. Mm-hmm. And she was just mortified. That like when she's in the theater, like seeing it on the screen, she just like couldn't believe how big her butt sh- was. No, just like that they were up her butt on the in a in a movie. And then now that she's old, in this interview, she was like, now I'm just like. Man, I had an amazing body. Like, so happy that How she old did was it. She? In the movie? Yeah, like 19. Yeah, probably 20 something. Yeah. But she just, you know, these are just, she wasn't some actress that had done anything well, else. Well, no she one in yeah. the movie was. 
Did Toby Hooper even direct anything else after that except for more chainsaws? Sure, actually, I haven't looked that up. The thing about Chainsaw Massacre that's so special to me is it's like The Shining, where it's this thing where it's actually you feel scary. You it makes you scared because yeah. not just the movie, but you feel like the fact that they're making the movie is scary. Yeah, they, like, they said it was miserable. Well, not even that. I'm not making going, it. I think I think misery is different than scary. You know, like misery is like, oh, you're uncomfortable. This sucks. We're in the army. Like misery is in the army, but scary is like, it feels mysterious because it feels anonymous. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you're watching like Tom Hanks in the movie, you know, like, oh, this oh, is just Tom yeah, Hanks. Yeah, yeah. But if well, you're watching these people, you don't know who anyone yeah. is, and it feels very much like, you know how? Remember how funny scary games. um funny games? Remember how scary um how scary uh what's that movie called? Uh, Blair Witch Project, how scary that was. See, uh, we totally differ on this. I saw Blair Witch Project. Okay, I've, never s- I've only seen it like once, it. and it was in the theater. Me and too. I was also fully thinking it was real. <laughs> you, you didn't think it was real when you saw no. it? No. How did you know it wasn't real? Because it's not. Like okay, well, look, okay, you grew up in California. You're way more media savvy than me. I just, I, well, also, I went there, and I was, like, so fucking hyped up that it was scary. Yeah, I'm was sitting there, like, scary. I'm sitting there, like, when the fuck is something scary going to happen? Great, when it's I just was a bunch of people crying with their face smushed against the camera. I remember when I was at working at mailboxes, etc., probably, like, sophomore, <gasps> junior year of high school, maybe senior year of high school, whenever it came out. And I, um, I remember Brett, my friend Brett, who worked... You have a huge look in your face right now. What is it? I'm just looking at Toby because he's under me. You just feel like jaw drop. Did he do like? Did he make light or something like that? That's Robert Zemeckis, right? So, what I'm saying is, can I just tell you the story? Uh-huh. So I'm at mailboxes, etc. You're looking at your phone, so I can't tell you the story. I was at mailboxes, etc. Working. And there's a lot of hype around Blair Witch Project. And Brett, who's a very dependable guy, like super, like, you know, by the numbers, tall dude, not a super prone to hysteria kind of guy, was like, yeah, uh, he's like super deep voice, super deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I heard, I actually uh, read something and I heard it's all real. And I was like, oh my God. And we went, I went and saw it. I was like, I was so fucking scared because of that. Because it was real, Brett. But even if it was real, it had nothing scary in it. Yes, it did. When you found those little like stick. It was dark. You found those little stick things. Imagine if you were like a film. I'm sorry. This is just classic California cool versus Minnesota drool right here. I just couldn't. California cool over here. I was so disappointed. You're talking to a person who didn't know what campy was until college. And even then, when it was explained to me, I was like, I don't get that. You mean it's bad on purpose? It's just bad. Yeah. Like someone was trying to explain to me how Face Off was campy. And I was like, what do you mean? It's just bad. She's like, no, it's supposed to be bad. And I just did not understand how that was a thing. I truly yeah. did not get the idea. It took me probably till I met you around that age to be like, oh, someone could make a thing and make it sort of bad on purpose as a wink to the audience because everyone's so savvy that they kind of get that this is yeah, it's bad, but we yeah, know it's bad. Yeah, I feel bad. like Scream is like that. It's meta. Right. It's super meta. But that's why I probably didn't like it back then because um. my media literacy was so innocent that I was like, oh, that's There's fake. There's a lot of references That's in fake. It. Yeah. That's dumb. I don't like, still to this day, when people like reference a piece of pop culture inside of a movie or a TV show, 
I'm like, I'm out. Because See, it makes me think about my life. I'm such a super fan. And a lot of horror movie, horror movie people are that right? like Scream is just tailored for that. Also, fun fact about Scream, the I wish I was able to see a unedited version because they couldn't the get director's it. Director's cut? I, I guess so. Is that what it would be? Well, you have to. I mean, a film is not a film unless it's edited. Okay, okay. Director's you cut. You like an early cut of it or something like that? Was Craven said that the, the the first kill Drew Barrymore when they zoom in on her hanging from the tree after she's been gutted, um, when you see it, it's it's it's, <laughs> it's it's chopped up. It's like it's like they had to stagger the you. I don't know how to explain it, but it like the zoom had the zoom in is staggered, so you don't cuts. so you don't see it super clearly yeah. because they wouldn't give it a rating because. Because it was supposed to be just a clear, a clean zoom in. Yeah, because they wanted to give it NC seventeen. Was it PG thirteen or R? I think it was R. Oh, so they wouldn't even give it an R rating. No, it was oh. like that. It was a lot gorier. It was supposed to be a lot more gory, I guess. Yeah. Than it was supposed to be, but I feel like a fucking idiot. My jaw dropped because, um, Toby Hooper. Am I saying his name right? Toby to- Hooper. Toby Hooper. Yeah. Uh, directed Poltergeist. He directed it. Yeah. Who wrote it though? Didn't Spielberg, Spielberg write it? Was written oh and produced. Wow. So I feel like an idiot. But Poltergeist is what seventy four. Eighty two. Eighty two. What year was Chainsaw Massacre? Seventy four. Oh, so I flipped them. Yeah. So that's weird. That's like almost what? That's eight years later. Yeah. So what did Toby Hooper do in the meantime? Just more he Texas. He did uh, a movie called Eaten Alive, which I have not seen. Uh-huh. The Fun House, which right. I have not seen. Then Poltergeist. So two movies in between. You know what movie I'll say is really great? That I think is uh, a great Halloween movie. It's not really a Halloween movie. It's They Live. Yeah, of course. I feel all okay. Carpenter is What about game. this, though? What about this? What about that movie? Um, I can't think of what it's called, but it's a Peter Jackson movie. It's fucking really cool. I remember the first time I saw it was with Davey and Randy. At their apartment in Koreatown, and they screened it, you know, mm-hmm. on a little shitty TV. And it was a movie called Dead Alive. You ever seen Dead Alive? No. Oh my God! Really? Maybe. We should watch that. I might have. Dead Alive is 1992. It's got all this really cool, fucking um, animation, almost like a Basket Case. Mm-hmm. I think I actually have seen it. It's like one of those classic New Zealand movies where you're just like, <gasps> yes, this I is I might have cool. been with you. It's funny. When you God, watched it. God, it's so fucking good. We need to watch that again. It's a little bit not my... Um, so this is my kind of thing. I yeah. like this kind of shit. That's like, that do you love... What's the uh, what's the famous one you that everyone loves? Well, um, um, Reanimator? No, Re-animator. he did... Uh, he uh, do the the, the Chainsaw Hand guy. Oh, he did, um, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> it's the, uh, that's not Peter Jackson, though, is it? Uh, yeah. He did those movies. Uh, he did, okay. Evil Dead. He didn't do the Evil Dead, right? Who did Evil Dead? Evil Dead is not him. Evil Dead is, um, God, Evil Dead is uh, Sam Raimi. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just, why, why do I, like, put too. these, those, for some reason, feel like a subgenre. Because they're comedy horror. Uh, okay. It's like a similar sort of comedy horror type thing. Well, speaking of comedy horror, I mean, just 
I'll stop talking about the Texas Chainsaw. I gotta say one last thing. Sure. I saw Texas Chainsaw two last year for the first time, and that it's is great. amazing. Awesome. Completely different. It feels like the way like Rob Zombie did Devil's Rejects, yeah. and then he did the one after, and it has like a completely different vibe. Like one's serious, one's not. It is amazing, ridiculous. Have you ever seen Dark Man? No. That's Sam Raimi, nineteen ninety, Liam Neeson, yeah. Francis McDormand. That's kind of that could be a Halloween movie. Totally. We're just talking about like my my yeah. go tos like classic. I guess I'm just remembering how many of these movies I really like a lot. Yeah. How about this? You're just a like a different genre than. What me. about Tremors? Is that a Halloween movie? No, because I grew up watching that like for no reason. Tremors all the time. Tremors was a movie where it's like, oh my god. Brandon got Tremors for his birthday. We're going to watch Tremors at his birthday party. Tremors for me is like, oh, my dad has Tremors on again. Tremors. Like, well, that's because oh, you're younger than maybe me. Maybe I should mention Tremors. that my dad watches... This is a big thing. You okay. Know. This is big. Because <laughs> my dad never watched a movie. I remember the one time my dad watched a movie, he had his friends over to watch Executive Decision to test out the new sound system in the basement <laughs> TV, which is a terrible movie. Executive Decision is like a fucking big budget action movie, action movie with fucking, what's his name, Kurt Russell. Okay. It's I shitty. Haven't, I haven't seen it. But your dad watches movies all the goddamn so he, time. He watches not just movies all the time, but he specifically watches horror and science fiction uh-huh. daily. So because daily? he's a structural engineer, yeah. so while he's working on calculations, he's got two monitors. One's got work on it, and the other one usually will have absolutely any horror movie on Netflix. So we're talking bottom of the barrel. Because we share a Netflix account. Yeah. I have started many he movies that he is halfway through, and they are Cause some Because, yeah, he'll watch <laughs> shit for at least halfway. He'll give anything a chance, anything, and he has seen everything. So a lot mm-hmm. of times I'm working, so I go in and I work with him, and I'll be working, and I will just hear nonstop screaming just like <laughs> like <the> movie <laughs> yeah just <laughs> screaming so i'm just working with the background noise of, of bl- c- blood curdling <laughs> screaming just like hearing just yeah. the dialogue that's insane right like it's nothing and business as usual because there's a lot of movies that i like to watch and you like say you've seen them but you haven't so much seen it as it's just been on like three or four times in the house so you have yeah. kind of seen but it Tremors, Tremors it. was something like he loved. So it would, Tremors was one of those movies that would like be on. Tremors is great. Oh yeah, but it, you know what I mean. It would be on like God. network TV. It would be yeah. one of those movies that it's would a be TBS on. movie. Yeah, so he would always just pop it on if it was on. So it's just, and then I would, I was. It was one of those ones where I was so little that like I was scared of mm. it. Because it is scary. But I was like. I gotta watch. I, I have, have a question here. What do you think the Tremors box office is? I don't know. I don't know anything about box office. This can't be right. It says a left budget was eleven million. Box office is sixteen. I bet it's made more than. S- I bet it's made thirty-two. I think it was like a, like a slow stuff. burn. Probably wasn't like an immediate. He's watching football. Just so you know. I just can't believe it. I I hate football. I hate it. I hate it what so much. What? You guys are winning. No, they they just got it. Seahawks just got a fucking touchdown. A clutch touchdown in the final fifteen seconds of the game. Like the most clutch thing Wait, I've so seen they ever. Won? They just won. There's no way the Vikings can win that. It's impossible. They just need one point. They no. They need two points, and they have they have 14 seconds to run the. F- <laughs> this is just they can, insane. They can be like timeout. Time no, out. this is they can't. It doesn't matter. Time it's out. over. It's totally over. 
Seahawks are just time fucking. Out, look out. at that. This is like the most clutch shit in the. This is okay. just insane. Well, Ridiculous. Let's I, move on. I almost actually knew this was going to happen. I was just like waiting, like watching it every once in a while, checking in every few minutes, looking over to the TV and being like, they're running. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> they fucking did that. Well. Um. Well. Man, I love tremors. Tremors is good, but it's, I don't think that's like a. It's not Halloween, is it? It's just a, that's a, that's science fiction to me. What makes something Halloween and makes something science fiction? Like, what's the distinction for you? Um, like, the human is, like, it's either ghosts mm-hmm. or, or, or humans doing atrocious terrifying things and a tremor is like it's like a bug yeah like bugs to me are like science fiction okay, so alien is not aliens it's not halloween fiction, no what about the thing Ooh. that's sci-fi i would still watch it during halloween just because i give like carpenter all yeah. carpenter carpenter all carpenter, car- all carpenter okay is halloween um, for me what else what else blurs the line then slither slither is halloween could be God, that movie's fucking fucking good. Um, what else is what else blurs the line? Mm. Yeah, the human involvement is a good point. The human it's involvement. It's like if a human is cr- is doing terrible things. Yeah. To me, that is horror, and not science fiction. Yeah. Science, to me, covers like the animal kingdom and outer space. I love talking about this stuff. It's so interesting. Talk about all these movies and just like, man, I, I want to watch all of these so bad. Um, oh, another one of my absolute go-tos mm-hmm. that I did watch a bit of today is Carnival of Souls. Can we play a song to finish off? Do you think it'd be really good? We're already done. We've been recording for an hour. I want to talk about this for another hour. Okay, well we can. I, this can be part one, Britt, because think about it. This is going to come out soon. Halloween is uh, almost 25 days away. Or twenty days. Because the other, I really do want to talk about haunts with you because we have experienced a lot of that together. Well, let's talk about that on another episode. Okay. Because we have, what's something we can play right now? Play some of the Carnival of Souls soundtrack. It's. It is really good. It is really really good, and I, I that's one of the ones I'll just put on, and I don't even have Mm -hmm. to see it. Carpenter is almost unfair because it's just so musical. It's like it's like listening to rap or something. It's like fucking like. is great. But here's Gene Moore Carnival Souls. That's not the one, is it? That is it, isn't it? Is this it? Tell I me. Know. Ready? Hey, Joe, drag your foot, yeah. boy. Look what we got here. Hey, you want to drag, huh? Well, this is the very beginning of the movie, isn't it? See that telephone pole? How long we'll is the movie? Yeah, yeah we're we can take it. I don't think it's better. Okay, we'll end with this. We'll be back with part two talking about Martins. Happy Halloween, Britt. Rev it up. Come on, man. Get ready.